everyone. Welcome back to It's All Good. My name is Lauren. This is a podcast about well-being and mental health. Today, I have a special guest filling in for Mal today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Karina, Lauren's friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> How do we know each other? We went to high school together, but I think the most significant maybe catalyst in our friendship was you being my math tutor. <laughs> grade 12, pre-calc. And grade 11, too. Isn't oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And then you convinced me to take pre-calc in did grade I? 12. Yeah, you did. You were like, Karina, this is an important skill. Like, you never oh know when God. you're going to need it down the road. <laughs> my influence. <laughs> so basically, I paid Lauren to hang out with me after school. <laughs> no, your mom paid me. Oh, true, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know makes it better. Better or worse. <laughs> um, but yeah, those, that's when our friendship started. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember when we were in Spanish 11, I think you were talking about how you need a math tutor, and I think it was yes. a joke. I said, oh, I mean, I can tutor you. No, I, and I, I thought I, it was just a joke. And then I remember I specifically, because at our school, you have to like hand in a request form for a math tutor, so I wrote, I need Lauren Lee. <laughs> <laughs> did you actually? I did, yeah, because I knew who, like it was just Miss Dicow, one oh, of our teachers, okay. who would take it. So I yeah. knew it wasn't like a serious right. type of form, you know? <laughs> Wow, nice. And then the rest is history? Exactly, yeah. Cool. I hope you still learn, still remember the skills, eh? No. No. Great. <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking the GRE, which is like the grad school, right. like SAT, not nice. ASAP, but eventually. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, where's Lauren when you need her? <laughs> Wait, there's no math in it, though, is it? No, there is. I'm pretty sure. Is I there? haven't gone to that section yet oh. of the study bug, but I'm pretty sure there oh, is math. Oh, we can, like, I can help Skype you. Skype me? <laughs> I didn't know. I thought I didn't know there was math. I don't even know I, that I'm is, pretty sure. Honest. Okay. Don't anyway. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about positivity. I think you're like the most positive person I know. Like if I were to think. Wow. Um, yeah. That's really were, nice. Thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> if someone were to ask me like who's the most positive person, like I feel like you're the first person that would come up in wow. my head. Yeah. I think that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me, <laughs> including things my mom has said to me. <laughs> When you, has your mom told you that she's proud of you? Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it's different. You know, if you're a parent, you have to say stuff That's like that. That's true. You know, I think back to all the times my parents said nice things to me. And, and then now as an adult, I think, are those things true? I, Am I really a superstar? <laughs> <laughs> my mom has never said that to me. Um, but I'm hoping one day she one will. One day. She doesn't listen to this. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Um, anyway, positivity. So we want to talk about just what our views are about it. Just have a conversation about how it's helped us in our own lives. And then at the end, it gives some ways of how to be more positive. Yeah. So let's good. just get this show on the road. It's already on the road. It's already traveling. <laughs> it's like, this is the 14th episode. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You you know. I don't know, actually. I'm just assuming. It is. Oh, whoa. Oh, wait. I don't even uh. know. It's either 14 or 15. Mm. Wow. We'll great. see. Okay, so tell me, what are your views on positivity? When I was a kid, I think in retrospect, I was a very negative person. Not like overly like gothy or anything. <laughs> what does being goth have to like, do you with know, negative? Like, you know how being negative, like rain cloudy, like Eeyore. You weren't like a super pessimistic No, person. I wasn't pessimistic, but I was always like, oh, darn. Like, I wish <laughs> yeah. my life could be like this. Or like, mm. why does my life have to be like that? And I think someone who really influenced how I am today in terms of having a more positive mindset is my dad, even though in the moment it felt like he was just giving like dumb parent advice. Mm -hmm. Like I remember if I got a really poor test score or if like 
I ran into something that was, I don't know, like if I was just in a <laughs> sticky situation, mm-hmm. you know, I would like complain to my parents about it. And especially my dad, he would say, well, you have to look at this in a way like whatever the situation is, you're going to get out somehow. There's always going to be something that you're dealing with that you can handle, even if it's like really small. So you should look at that and work on that versus looking at all the things you can't handle. And now I think that's really good advice. But obviously in the moment, I was like, you don't know anything. Yeah, you don't know. You know my name, not my story. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. Even like living my life now, like I do think about that a lot. For example, if like something bad really happens to me, like I feel like university, like that's a time where there's a lot of like discovery and like falling out with people or you just like struggle because you're like by yourself and stuff. And I always like think to myself, okay, well, there's something here I can do versus there's like a lot of things that I can, but I'll learn how to get those eventually. I think also when it comes to positivity, it's not ignoring things that are bad in your life or just like oh, avoiding no, yeah. those things, but it's about like acknowledging that you do have setbacks, especially in university with mm-hmm. like grades and everything and midterms, but it's more so accepting that the, some things you can't change, but what you can change is your perspective from more positive lens or from a negative lens to a positive right, lens. Right, right, right. I definitely agree with you with what you're saying, acknowledging that, okay, there's some things that I can change and there's some things that I can't change. But instead of looking at negative things as something that hinders you or just a setback, but instead looking at it as a learning opportunity and a chance to improve and grow. And for example, say if you fail a course or something, and that is a negative experience and acknowledging that that's hard and that's negative, but knowing that, okay, this shows that, okay, I need to like work harder or change my study habits and like taking mm-hmm. it as, okay, this is how I can get better and improve at this. Yeah, totally. Being positive means, or I guess to me, it, it means focusing on the good of a situation and not just focusing on the negative because like dwelling on the negative doesn't really get you anywhere because yeah, you're not exactly. taking any action. But if you choose to see the positive outcome, then you can learn and you can use that for growth. I think similar to you, like I was more of a negative person or was someone that tended to like rant a lot or complain. Right, right, right. But then, so about a year ago, I read this book called A Complaint Free World and it talked about how we have a tendency to complain and without even realizing it. And then I thought back to my own life and I thought, oh, I feel like I do have the tendency to complain and I don't necessarily want to be putting out all this negative energy Mm -hmm. to people around me because I want to surround myself with positive people but I'm doing Mm -hmm. the opposite so what the book talked about was being more conscious of the words you're using with other people and or just being more conscious when you were complaining so I was like with practice I was able to catch myself when I was about to complain or say something negative and just to shift like the language that I use and that in turn really change like my own thoughts which is weird can you give an example sorry okay like I understand but just in case like people who are listening don't really understand yeah things that are like meaningless to complain about okay for example complaining about how cold it is outside and I realize no one cares how cold (laughs) it is outside (laughs) and the jacket everyone knows it's cold like there's no need to acknowledge it and I feel like that's just bringing unnecessary pessimism to the situation so instead of saying that just not saying it at all or I'll give you a different example. Maybe if you're at a restaurant and maybe like your food's taking a long time, instead of like complaining about that, just talking about something else, bringing up a different conversation. Like, yeah, to change like the atmosphere. of Right. Yeah. Instead of like using that time to like get, get to know more of the people that you're with, I guess catching yourself before you say something that doesn't need to be said. That's really cool. And I think that's something you can easily do. Like obviously it does take practice, but I think 
over time you'll definitely see the results because now that i think about it you don't really complain about (laughs) unless it's something that truly bothers you yeah you know what i mean you don't really complain about anything now that i'm thinking about it (laughs) (laughs) thanks (laughs) if it's something that is really important to me like it's something that is against my values then i will say something about it i'll say it in a more constructive way right 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 yeah Yeah. i guess i realize like if i'm with people that are more negative that brings me down a lot Mm -hmm. so i don't want to be that person that i don't want to be around yeah 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 exactly so i guess the moral of the story is be someone that you want to be around man in the mirror (laughs) am i right is that a justin timberlake oh no michael Michael jackson Jackson. do you know mirror by justin timberlake (laughs) is an eight minute song why is it so long (laughs) actually I think I did know that subconsciously because I heard it on the radio the other day and I said, wow, I haven't heard this in a long time. And then it just randomly cut. Oh, yeah, because I feel like they wouldn't play the whole version. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> um, being the person you want to be around. Be around, yeah. Yeah. After I read the book, I was very inspired to make a change in my own life. It honestly kind of changed my life reading it. Yeah. Would recommend it. For example, if you're going to like a job interview or you're like meeting someone for the first time, just naturally having that like positive vibe or like if you're like at a new job and like people notice certain things about you because you're new you know like if people notice like oh wow this person like doesn't really complain just does her job like adds a good vibe like that's something really good about you that can influence the atmosphere of the whole office too you know or even like your group of friends or something yeah Yeah. I feel like the energy you give out to people it's contagious Mm -hmm, totally and like you can tell if it like someone that can light up the room or someone that can like bring people down turn off the lights someone (laughs) true wow this I was gonna not go on with that metaphor but we just kept going with it (laughs) it's not even a metaphor (laughs) clearly I didn't pass English 12 that's a joke (laughs) made it yeah my smell is looking me now I'm just gonna take that part out but (laughs) So I was reading this article recently about how with having positive and negative personality traits. So, for example, being positive in your everyday life or like complaining, being negative. Some people think that that's kind of like a predetermined thing. Like you can't teach old dogs new tricks. But actually, that's wrong. One of the major things that they talked about how you can change and kind of work at in your daily life is thinking about the kind of self-talk you use and self-talk it's self-explanatory like how you talk to yourself so the example they gave is you having a really great day at work like you did all your tasks like ahead of time and you worked really hard and like everything just went super smoothly for you and you got complimented for that like either by your boss or your coworkers praised you and so when you get home you're thinking about all of the, like yes you did all these tasks but there were three more that you could have done and you didn't so you kind of work into the night doing it and then you go to work the next morning kind of in a crummy attitude because you're like oh I could have done this the other day that's negative self-talk but then the positive version of that is you going home and being like yeah there are those three tasks that I didn't do but I did really well my boss praised me I did these ahead of time and I like did the best work I did so tomorrow I'm gonna go and try to repeat that behavior I can understand how that can be a little bit tiring to think of sometimes because it is easier to dwell on the negative. Like, I feel like if you look back at your life, it's easier to remember the bad things that happened to you than the good things. But that being said, that extra effort that you put in to think of the positive things and to be grateful and like take that moment at the end of the day, you'll see better results in the long run. Yeah, like once you make it a habit of looking at those good things in your life, you're more so going to be And you, like, don't think of it as, like, oh, 
what's good that happened today. Yeah, you know? it's more of you don't have to make the conscious shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like totally. After a while, it'll just become natural to you. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting what the research says about why we have a tendency to dwell on the negative. Like you said, if one bad thing happens at work, you're more likely to ruminate about that than think yeah. about all the other good things that happened. They say that from an evolutionary perspective, focusing on the negative was a helpful survival defense mechanism. And there's a theory that says that we're more wired to seek out these negative things because we want to avoid discomfort or pain in the future. So we, it can help with our species to continue to survive. So you're going to take note of that so you're able to prevent those things from happening. Mm -hmm. And it's more so you can learn from those negative things. But from more happy, positive events, like those are nice, but we can't. There's you can't grow further because you can, already were successful. Right. There's not a ton that you can learn from it yeah. because it was already like a successful, good thing. We have these classes at LMU. Go Lions. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's listening... <laughs> Probably Hopefully. not. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so at LMU, we have, like, a lot of these leadership classes or we have, like, a lot of, like, Jesuit-based values classes kind of. And a main thing that they make you take is, like, the Gallup Strengths Finder test. It's kind of like a personality test, but it doesn't really outline your personality specifically. It pulls out from, like, a list of 28 or 32, I think, of, like, main personality traits. So, for example, my number one is positivity at first, when I got the test, I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Didn't really think much about it. But now that I, like, have read it and understand kind of what positivity means, because when I first read it, I was like, oh, positivity means happiness. Not that I'm an unhappy person, but I don't think I'm, like, like it's not just for new girl. You know, yeah. Every day. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's more about, like, the mindset. So we actually took the same strengths finder test that you took, and – we took it during one of our wellness peers training and someone came in and explained all the strengths. And he was saying that they are strengths, but they are also neutral. They are positive, but they're also negative in a way. Mm-hmm. And he really challenged us to think about what are those positive and negative effects of your strengths. So how do you think that positivity has its good and bad traits for you? Well, obviously there are the good traits, like having a more thinking forward mindset and being able to kind of not ruminate on the negative sides negative sides of things so obviously looking back at the past few minutes of this podcast we talk about the positive aspects of implementing positivity into your life but when Lauren told me that story I started thinking about how there could be negative sides of constantly being positive and letting positivity be like the sole compass of your life I guess and it's something that one of my really good friends has said to me multiple times in the past So whenever I am in a sticky situation or whenever I am really upset about the outcome or something, I tend to just reflexively or instinctively look for the positive kind of way out. But because I do that so fast and because I don't think about the whole situation because I'm obviously upset, then those negative feelings kind of get tossed in the back of my mind and they build up. And then it just takes something to like trigger it and then it all comes out. Like I become very emotional or I become very angry. And what that same friend said to me is like, it's okay to feel upset or like feel those bad feelings you're feeling now because the sooner you accept it and kind of understand what you're feeling, the sooner you can look for the positive and move on in a more healthy way versus being like, okay, well, this was upsetting. Let's move on because I'm not really thinking about what happened or I'm not really processing it properly. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important 
to find a balance or at least something I'm working on in my daily life is being more aware of my feelings and allowing myself to feel those emotions and like kind of understanding what they mean Mm -hmm. versus just kind of going the fast lane. Mm. So you're saying that you're trying to understand or label those emotions before looking on the more positive side of the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of like breaking down what I'm feeling and why versus like, okay, these are bad feelings. I don't want to think about that. Mm -hmm. So let's just be positive. Yeah, that's really interesting to think about Mm. that labeling your emotions allows you to be more in control of them. Yeah, totally. Because if you can acknowledge that you're upset or you're stressed out or something, then you have the control now. And exactly, you have the yeah. responsibility to change how you think about it. Mm-hmm. That kind of goes back to what you said earlier about like not complaining about things you can't control. But like now, if your emotions are in control, you can actually like do something about it. Right. Versus being like, oh, well, I can't do anything anyway. So I'm just going to keep feeling this way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's important to not just stay in the state of, of being upset mm-hmm. or being angry. There are actually a lot of physical health benefits and not just mental health benefits to positive thinking. And some mental benefits include like a better mood because you're able to cultivate more joy in your life when you have a more positive mindset. Mm -hmm. Uh, You feel more motivated and you feel more confident because you know that setbacks aren't going to hinder you from your path. Right, right, right. Yeah. And what I found was really interesting was that there were a lot of physical health benefits to thinking more positively. And as in people got sick less, they had a better immune system. And the reason being that when you have a more positive outlook, that enables you to see stress in a more healthy way. Or see stress as not something that's just bad, but something that's good you can learn from. And when you realize that stress isn't something that will only set you back, you realize, oh, like I can learn from this and grow from this. Mm -hmm. That helps you better cope with that stress. And that, in turn, reduces the harmful effects that stress right. can have on you. And then it also kind of ties in with, like, the motivational aspect, mm. too. Because, like, stress can be good. Yeah. So you can, like, use that stress to kind of fuel you right. to move forward and do, like, better. Let's say you're listening to all these tips and you're like, but Lauren, Karina, I'm not going to see results overnight. What's the point? You have to think about it like an athlete would. <laughs> like, when they first... As if say- we know anything about <laughs> what it means to think like an athlete. <laughs> hey. One day. We could be doing that right now. Honestly, a year from now. Maybe. Better see you start. at the sun run. <laughs> <laughs> the sun run is a 10-kilometer run in Vancouver, for those who don't know. I don't think anyone outside of Vancouver is listening to this. <laughs> anyway. Go on. Um, so, like, when athletes first start something like a drill or, like, an exercise, I don't know, they're like, oh, this is so hard. But a year from now, they do it in their sleep you know literally yeah maybe that's probably not safe probably what lebron james does doing pull-ups in your sleep i don't know (laughs) anyway okay yeah what you're trying to say is if you practice if you practice and you work hard becomes a habit you'll see results yeah (laughs) we sound like a weight loss commercial (laughs) in 30 days call now (laughs) okay so yeah so give me give me a tip that you have this one is really easy Sometimes you can forget about it because it's so easy, but the first is to literally just check yourself every now and then during the day. Like like if you're working or if you're at school, maybe like in between classes at lunchtime, just think about like the kind of thoughts you've been having and like what you have to say about what's happened to you that day. Like, is it really negative or is it more like, oh, pretty good day, pretty good thoughts. But if you're thinking negatively, like, oh, I was late to class or like, oh, got my coffee order wrong. My whole day is going to be terrible. You should really change that perspective or at least try to be like, okay, well, yes, the first part of my day was not 
what I thought it was going to be, but I still have this whole day to like think positively. And even though, yeah, I got my coffee order wrong, I got to talk to someone new in the coffee line or something like that, you know? I don't know. Yeah, totally. Even if your day started off bad, that doesn't mean that it has to keep going that way. The whole day. I think a lot of times positivity is a choice that you can make. Oh, yeah. And not in like every circumstance, but for the most part, you can change the way that you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can literally just change it like that. Yeah. It can be, yeah, it can really be like an easy, just replacing a negative thought. Awesome. Hmm. Okay, so you. number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> this is like a BuzzFeed article, like seven ways to be more positive. <laughs> and you know, they're like gifs for each one. One that I have that is something that I think you can do literally right now. Pause this podcast and do it. Well, I'll wait till I say it and then okay. do it. Is think of three things that you're grateful for. See something that's so easy. Yeah. Because maybe we don't take enough time to think about what we're grateful for. And for me, I like to write it down like in my journal. Mm-hmm. And just so I... Is that like the five-question journal? The five-minute journal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. talked about it in the Morning and Night Routines episode we did. Mm-hmm. So if you want to learn more about it, go listen Check to that, that episode. <laughs> I'm plugging my own podcast in the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and so I started doing this daily as a process. And I don't always write down. Like, I'll just think about it sometimes. Right, yeah. And for me, being able to have the time to really think about the things that, are, that I'm grateful for really helps me in my day-to-day life. If I have a stressful day, I think back to this list or I think back to my old list and I realize, what am I stressed out for when I have so much to be grateful for and yeah, I have totally. so much good in my life, but it's really making an effort to think about those things. So I'm telling you right now, pause the podcast or if you want. Do it later if you want. Do it Maybe later. you're in a car or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably not safe to pause it. All right, what else do you have? I said to give yourself permission to just be happy for a second. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, I know at university, it's finals week. You're in the library. You're really tired. You're stressed. And like, let's say you have that final tomorrow and you need to cram. Just give yourself five minutes to like read a cool article or like watch a funny video. Or like if you're with your friend, just be like, hey, let's just take a break and like do something dumb and laugh for like five Mm -hmm. seconds. Because I read about this somewhere else too. It's kind of like your brain like because your muscles are like being pulled into like that happy position it'll like sense something in your brain to kind of boost your happiness do you get what I'm saying yeah 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 yeah. so just like allowing yourself even when you're super stressed or when you feel like I don't have time for that right now I have to focus on this so you're talking about actively seeking out happy moments yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, making giving yourself the time to do that Mm -hmm. so You've been listening to this podcast for a while. (laughs) And if you're thinking to yourself, this is great information, but I still don't really understand like the concrete way to use this in my life. We have you. Don't worry. We thought of. We thought of everything. (laughs) So I have a list here. I'm just going to say a few of like common things. Basically, everyone says to themselves in their everyday lives, which is like the negative self-talk and then how you can think about it to yourself positively. For example, one is, I'm kind of scared to do this. I'm kind of nervous. I've never done it before. And new things are scary. But the way you can think about it is it's an opportunity to learn something new. And even like to meet new people. Because I'm sure there's going to be like whatever you're doing, there's going to be other people in the room who don't know either who also have less experience. So you can kind of take that to like grow together and like you can become friends and bond. Once you find yourself saying something negative, you can follow that up with something positive yeah like how to turn it around right yeah and I feel like there's good in every situation that you can think of even if it doesn't seem like it it might take some thinking to try to find the positive side but there is one Hmm. 
Yeah. Totally. All right. Cool. Well, Karina, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Lauren. You're welcome. I hope you had fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was imagine, a great afternoon. <laughs> imagine if you were like, mm, I didn't have that much fun. <laughs> I'll find someone else's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you can rate this podcast. You can also leave a comment. If you liked it, if you know me, you can leave a comment saying, hey, Karina, great job. <laughs> and Lauren, too. Thanks. Yeah, Karina's friends listening to this would love to Hopefully hear Hopefully there's one. Maybe your mom. Maybe, maybe two. Okay. I'll listen to it. Okay. <laughs> That's all that matters. All right. See you next Sunday. Bye. Bye.